Hey guys, listen up. I know these days when you watch the news, it feels like it's one hit after another and it's all bad news for the economy. Well, let me give you some good news. It's not all that bad when it comes to real estate. Let me explain. You see a year ago, man, real estate was hot, hot, hot. Everybody and their brother was trying to go out and buy another house. What did that mean? It was so competitive that a lot of folks got discouraged. So let me ask you, have you thought about buying a house in the last couple of years, but maybe just couldn't win a bid. I used to hear that all the time. Well, now is the time to buy. Yes. Interest rates have creeped up a little bit, but what that's created is an opportunity for you. A year ago, it wasn't uncommon for there to be more than a dozen offers on a home, many of which were over list. That is not the case today. So if you got discouraged once before about trying to buy a new house, now's the time to take another look. Now, yes, interest rates have creeped up a little bit, but you're not going to overpay for the home, but here's what you will do. You'll stop throwing your money away on rent and now you'll get a greater tax deduction. That's right. You see at the end of the year, you're going to get a statement from your mortgage company that shows how much interest you paid and you get to write all of that interest off. That means you could get a huge tax deduction. You never get that as a renter. Not only that homes are still going up in value. Don't believe the hype. All of the economists believe long-term Real estate always works out. Let me give you an example. Maybe way back when in the housing collapse of 2008, you bought in 2007 and maybe overpaid. Buddy, if you hung in there, that house is worth a whole heck of a lot more now. If you've played in the stock market, you know what I'm talking about. You only lose money when you throw in the towel. Real estate long-term always performs well. So here's my advice to you. Date the rate, marry the house. Find the house that you and your family love long-term because here's what's not long-term these higher rates. I've yet to see a single economist who doesn't agree with me that rates are going to return. So doesn't it make sense to get the house you want right now? And then when rates improve, man, just get a lower monthly payment. In the meantime, you'll enjoy a greater tax deduction and that property is going to continue to appreciate, meaning you're building equity and wealth for yourself. Not only that, how about this? We're going to save you some cash at buywithconrad.com. We're going to give you the peace of mind of a seven-year guarantee. When rates improve over the next seven years, not if, but when, that's my prediction, we'll refinance you again with no new origination points. Think about that. That could save you thousands of dollars and give you the peace of mind of knowing that you got the right house for your family right now. And then when the rates improve, man, get a lower monthly payment. Now, you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this, but you do need to hurry to buywithconrad.com. That's the first step. You tell us how much you want to put down and what you want your monthly payment to be. We get you approved and then you go shopping just like a cash buyer at buywithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. Seriously, if you've thought about buying a house over the last couple of years, but you got discouraged, now's the time to take another look. Let me run the numbers for you right now. You'll be glad you did at buywithconrad.com. Wu Wings, a virtual restaurant concept from the man himself, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Enjoy the legendary flavors and world championship wings by ordering with your Uber Eats or Postmates app. Wu Wings is now open in Nashville, San Antonio, Jacksonville, Florida, as well as Huntsville and Tuscaloosa in Alabama, with many more locations coming soon. Try the only chicken wings worthy of carrying the name of the 16-time world heavyweight champion. Tell them, Nate. Wings! Legendary flavors! World championship wings! Woo! Woo wings! Yeah! Woo woo! Hey, this is Kurt Angle, and welcome to the Kurt Angle Show. On the show today, we'll be discussing when I became an honorary member of the Shield at TLC 2017 pay-per-view. But first, let me introduce to you my co-host, Paul Bromwell. 
How you doing today, Paul? Kurt, if I had it any better, I couldn't stand it. You know why? Because I'm talking to you. It's my favorite time of the week. And uh, listen, I do. <laughs> we had so much fun doing Ask Kurt Anything last week. I saw a lot of good uh, feedback on it. But the last couple episodes, it feels like the, the feedback's been tremendous, man. Are you hearing it? Are you seeing it as well? Yeah, yeah. Especially the last couple episodes, especially Ask Kurt Anything. I think the fans <laughs> really enjoy that show dude we are i'm telling you uh, and i gotta let derek know because we got to update the schedule i want to do another one before the end of the year because uh, i agree i saw some stuff you shared it's making you know the news headlines and stuff but that's where we get the opportunity to get to dig in a little bit more uh right. with you and your life and everything and i love those that's when the fans and the listeners get to have their voices heard and that's what this is all about dude that's what this is all about, really. Yeah. You, you want the fans to have a voice, especially when you have a podcast. Yeah. So, uh, listen, if you didn't get your question or maybe you thought of something as we went through and it triggered, Hey, you know what? I wonder about this or that, then just be on the lookout on social media. I'm sure we'll do another post soliciting more questions before the end of the year and kind of, we can close up the year. I think a little Christmas treat, if you will, or holiday celebration, how, whatever you like to recognize in your family. And we'll end the year uh, with another ask her anything. And uh, we'll have fun with that. So let's get into what we're here to talk about, though, this week. And we're only going back five years, Kurt. So the memories should be fresh. <laughs> it should be fresh. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, this is five years ago, 2017 TLC. Uh, your first match back from the WWE in 11 long years. And it wasn't even supposed to happen. That's the crazy oh. part, you know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, before. Really. Yeah, before we get into it, man, we're going to discuss how it had been those 11 years since the last time you were uh, wrestling in a WWE ring. You wrestled Danny Doring in Salisbury, Maryland. To all the way, here you go. It's October 22nd, 2017 in Minneapolis. Talk about how much you had changed from those beginning days to now, 2017. <laughs> I mean, we know physically the toll, the toll the injuries have taken on your body throughout this time. But, man, just talk about that a little bit for us. Yeah, I mean, I had a lot of injuries during that time, especially in TNA. I had a lot in WWE as well uh, before I left to go to TNA. But, uh, you know, at this point in 2017, I was nearing the end of my career. Um, I knew that uh, I wasn't going to go much longer because I felt that I was slowing down a little bit, and I didn't want the fans to remember me like that. That's why I retired so abruptly uh, in uh, the next, you know, couple of years after yeah, I returned yeah. to WWE, but um, I, I just didn't feel that I was the same Kurt Angle. So uh, knowing that, and, and I'm not going to blame it on WWE, but when I, when I first got, came back to WWE in 2017, uh, I was in wrestling shape. I was all ready to go. And they, they threw a curveball at me and said, Hey, uh, we want to induct you in the hall of fame. I said, well, I'm not done wrestling yet. They said, okay, we'll get to that. Don't worry about that, but we're going to induct you first. And then they, then they inducted me hall of fame and they said, Hey, we want to make you general manager. Now I was like, well, what about wrestling? Oh, we'll get to that later. And I felt what they should have done because I was in such great wrestling shape. When I came back in 2017, I thought they should have had me wrestle first BGM second and get inducted in the hall of fame third. But they are, I think because uh, they felt that I was a liability, which I completely understood uh, with the painkiller problem I had back then and my broken necks. So I, I think that they wanted to ease me in. And, uh, and what happened was I became inactive. When I became the GM, I stopped training in the ring. So for the next six or seven or eight months before the TLC match, I didn't train at all. And, and that really uh, slowed me down even more. It's almost like they wanted to do a little bit of a feeling out process, right? They now did, that we're, definitely. you know, we're getting from our refamiliarizing ourselves with Kurt. We know what he was like when he left and we want to see for ourselves what <laughs> kind of shape said to me <laughs> when I returned. He said you were the biggest pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you've, yeah. You've, you've mentioned that before and you've also kind of, you've talked a little bit about this whole thing, like where, Hey, I was ready to go. when I came back now, yeah. you know, for those that, um, you know, have followed Kurt's career, you're aware of this, but the last time you had wrestled up to this point was six months prior when you took on Cody Rhodes at Northeast wrestling in that cage match, you lost to him. Uh, but I was looking at some reviews online. People said it was a, another Matt classic. What are your memories of that match with Cody? Oh, I loved wrestling with Cody Rhodes. I actually wrestled him three separate times when I was, uh, when I left TNA and I uh, was doing the independent circuits for about a year and, uh, Cody was great. I, I, I knew he was good, but I didn't know he was that good. 
And uh, what I did, I decided to, uh, you know, we had three matches. So I beat him once, he beat me once, and then we had the rubber match. And I felt because his, you know, he had a bigger career ahead of him, and I'm nearing the end of my career. I said, you know, Cody, let me just do the job for you. Let you go over and continue on with your career because I'm nearing the end of my career. And that's what your your legends are supposed to do. They're supposed to make other wrestlers before they retire. Just a true professional, you know, just like the guys before you, Kurt, which I'm serious, you know, I, I half joke, half smile. We have fun on the show, but it's true. And that's what the, that's what you're supposed to do for the younger generation, right? The up and coming guys that need to get over, need that rub. And so, uh, and Cody, my goodness, I'm sure when he comes back from this, this injury that he's dealing with now, he's going to be on top of the mountain, man. He's just got it. Like you said, yeah, he is. And he's in his prime right now. He's definitely yeah. ready. So it's been six months. And, uh, like you said, you were in wrestling shape when you first came into WWE, but, uh, they got to tap you on the shoulder. So here we go. We're going to get into this. The build of the pay-per-view features the first time of the shield coming back together. It's Roman Reigns, Dean Ambrose, and Seth Rollins. And, uh, it's their first time together since April of 2014. So this was a big deal at the time, wasn't it? Oh, it was a huge deal. The Shield uh, reun- reuniting. Yeah. Uh, this was the biggest news in wrestling. I mean, th- these guys had an incredible faction. They had an awesome career, and they obviously spawned off into singles careers and had incredible careers as well. But the Shield was very special, one of the best factions in the history of the business. And it's cool, man, because you get to be involved in this, in the reunion, because you're the GM. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're announcing yeah. the match from your GM, you know, wearing that GM hat. It's uh, October 9th, and uh, you announced that it's going to be The Shield taking on Miz, Sheamus, and our buddy who we've had on the show, Cesaro. If you haven't checked out that episode, go back in the archives and see that. And it's going to be in a TLC match. Uh, But, man, talk about some awesome workers, and we're going to break each of these wrestlers down. So let's start with the big dog, the man, Roman Reigns. Now, man, he is the top guy in the WWE uh, he had been their heir apparent to John Cena at this point, um, a, a, a top star. What did you think of Roman at this time and the evolution to this point? Uh, I thought Roman was improving dramatically. I, I'm, I won't agree that at the beginning of his career, he should have been pushed as hard as he was pushed. Uh, he was still a little green, but Vince had faith in him and Vince did the right thing because Roman Reigns turned out to be an incredible performer. I mean, Roman Reigns is one of the best workers in the business today, and he earned that spot. So even though uh, he didn't, you know, he didn't earn it at the beginning, he he definitely, you know, he had to go through that pressure of being the guy that's uh, pointed out as the top guy, and uh, he worked through it, and he became the top guy. He 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 got he gained respect from the other wrestlers eventually, and that was the most important thing. And it's good to see they figured his character out. You know yes, what I mean? Yes. Yes. Without a doubt. Uh, and, and you know, they, they should have turned him heel a long time ago. Yeah. This is the best stuff he's doing right now today. Him being a heel, uh, doing, doing the whole family thing. Acknowledge it's, me. It's, yeah. yeah. Acknowledge me. It's really good stuff. Yeah. So you have him, then you got Seth Rollins who, you know, in many people's opinion seems to be this generation, Shawn Michaels. When you think about it, you can plug him in anywhere. He's going to give you a great performance. He can do it all. I mean, what do you, what do you say about Seth Rollins and his ability? Uh, you know what? Uh, it's, it's not, it's not uh, too much of a leap to say that he is the next Shawn Michaels. I believe he will be eventually. He's not there yet uh, because Shawn, Shawn put in a lot more years, <laughs> you know, like 30 something years. But he does remind me of Sean because everybody he wrestles, he has yeah. five-star matches with. I mean, when you have that kind of chemistry with everybody, you're an incredible performer. And I think Seth Rollins is a lot like Shawn Michaels. And over the last few years, he's developed a character, the Seth freaking Rollins character, right? For Shawn yeah, Michaels, it was the sexy boy. Yes, yeah, that's right. Sean, yes. Yeah, so he's got he, he's doing his thing. Then you got Dean Ambrose, who now's John Moxley, and he's been uh, the constant star if you think about it for AEW since joining the company. He's proven he can be a top guy. Have you seen Moxley's transformation from the Dean Ambrose character to what he is now? And what do you, what do you think about him? I think he's doing great. Um, I think he is um, one of the most underrated wrestlers. Uh, definitely, I think he's solid. He does everything uh, incredibly well. Uh, I, I don't see much of a, uh, um, um, a transformation from Dean Ambrose to John Moxie. It seems like he's still him. Like, you know, he always had that edge. He's yes, always had yes, the edge. He has that attitude. He never, yes. he never took that away from himself. And 
that's what makes him special because that arrogant cocky look is what makes him who he is. Yep. And whenever they always say, whenever you can be the most true to yourself and who you are, that's, uh, that's when it works and related to yourself. Yes. There you go. Afford anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Uh, just like you, when you came out and you were just annoying everybody, uh, you know, <laughs> That's me annoying. it's true. It's damn true. I'm kidding. <laughs> so then you had the Miz. Oh God. Speaking of annoying, he's the wrestling fan turned reality star turned WrestleMania main eventer. He's been doing it for about 10 to 15 years now. Did you ever see him getting to the heights that he's gotten to? No, I didn't. And the reason why is reality stars never make it big in wrestling. Okay, when you cross over from there, it's usually a, it's it's just a, it's a curse. And uh, he was on the same show as my one of my best friends from high school, Tim Beggy, uh, Road Rules. And um, you know, so uh, him doing what he did and being able to spawn over to pro wrestling and make it big and main event WrestleMania, yeah. that is nothing short of incredible. And that just shows the kind of athlete and the kind of person he is. And not only that, what he's done as far as he's kind of a face for WWE when it comes to being out in front of things, whether it's public relations stuff, spinning off a reality show with his wife. Yeah, premieres. And, yeah. My he goodness. He's just become a multidimensional, multifaceted guy. Um, so you got to respect his hustle and work ethic. Then let's talk about Seamus, just another hard worker in the WWE Another guy who's done it all. I mean, he's been having a banger, uh, you know, after banger match as of late. Uh, what do you think about Seamus? Tell us your thoughts on him. I think he's one of the most consistent big guys in the company. I think that Seamus puts on incredible performances, performance after performance. I give him a lot of credit. I think the guy's awesome. Last, we'll touch on Cesaro. We know all about him. Now he's Claudio. We just had him on a few months ago. Do you think WWE missed the boat on him? Oh, my gosh, yeah. (laughs) He should have been a five-time world champion before he left WWE. Not once did they give him the world title. I'm really surprised because that kid can do it all in the ring. He is the pound for pound, pound the strongest wrestler I've ever seen. The stuff he does in that ring is incredible. I mean, that, that suplex off the... The second rope when he pulls the guys on the ground, he's on the second rope. Yeah, and he arches and pulls him up and horses him up. That's incredible, man. You do stuff like that, you're unbelievable. He he's doing swings now, where not only is he swinging the guy, but he's got a, another wrestler on his shoulders while he's doing the swing to the. I mean, it's just he's Superman. Man. He's, he's the real life Superman. Yeah, the Swiss really Superman. That, that's the a great tagline. So here we go. We're at the go home show for TLC on Raw. Ambrose would say the Shield could beat four or five men. So the Miz added Braun Strowman and Kane. This is just done to make the baby faces look even stronger, don't you think? Yeah, you want to make the baby faces work from underneath. You want to make them look like they have the disadvantage. This was a perfect setup for it. Well, buddy, your world's about to change because, uh, my goodness, did you know what the plan was for you to come back to the ring for the first time for WWE? Because Lord knows it couldn't have been the Survivor Series. <laughs> no, thing. it wasn't. I, it wasn't even close. I was supposed to wrestle Jason Jordan, my son, at WrestleMania the following year. And they were building up a program uh, with him and I. And uh, they wanted Jason to turn on me eventually, and we'd end up wrestling at WrestleMania. So I was not expecting to be an honorary member of the Shield in 2017. Well, let's dig in. Meltzer has it all spelled out for us. What happened? It's uh, October 22nd, 2017 from Minneapolis, from The Observer. Kurt's first WWE match in over 11 years. His last match under the WWE umbrella was at an ECW branded house show on August 14th, 2006 in Salisbury, Maryland, defeating Danny Dorn. We touched on it at the beginning of the show. It is his first match in six months, which, which uh, was on March 3rd, 2017, losing to Cody Rhodes in a cage match at the new WrestleFest uh, event in Waterbury, Connecticut. In the weeks leading up to the pay-per-view, there's a slow build of the Shield getting back together. And on Raw, October 9th, 2017, Kurt in his Raw GM role makes the Shield versus Miz, Sheamus, and Cesaro as the main event for the upcoming pay-per-view. 
Braun Strowman and Kane end up getting added to the match on the go-home show the following week to make it a five-on-three handicap match after Ambrose said they could beat any four or five guys and Miz Miz called them out on it. Then, just two days before the pay-per-view, everything has changed, Kurt. Here we go. One of the strangest weeks in WWE history saw a viral contagious disease outbreak that took out two key wrestlers from the TLC pay-per-view show and led to a late decision to put both Kurt Angle in the ring for the main event and have AJ Styles, who himself was ill earlier in the week, fly from Chile to Minneapolis to have an unannounced first match ever with Finn Balor. Man, this is a, a wild time. The issue started weeks ago when Bo Dallas took ill. By last week, there was some question whether his older brother Bray Wyatt would be able to wrestle on the show. Then, by midweek, Roman Reigns, the company's most pushed full-time star, was diagnosed with the mumps and also had to be taken off the show. On uh, October 19th, all the raw talent was told they needed to immediately get shots for mumps, measles, and rubella. Aside from Reigns, there's no confirmation of what either Rotunda brother or ring announcer Jojo Offerman, who, by the way, at that point was Bray Wyatt's girlfriend, were diagnosed with. WWE officials denied either had viral meningitis, which was the word going around, and WWE talent was only told what to get shots for and not the specifics. Kurt, take us back five years ago. What did you hear about it? Did you have to get shots? Tell us about it. You know, when I heard about it, uh, it was actually shocking, um, you know, but the WWE was kind of keeping it hush. And uh, I, I, they didn't have me. They didn't give me shots. And I think it's because I was an employee of the WWE at that time. Uh, I worked as a producer and also the GM, and I wasn't a talent. So I think that's the reason why they didn't have me take the shots, even though I was going to eventually wrestle. Um, so uh, I was just... It was a little weird. It was a weird time, uh, you know, uh, knowing that the mumps were going around and all that crap and, uh, you know, and, and Roman Reigns having to go out uh, two days before the pay-per-view with their big return for the Shield. That was a shame. Who calls you, Kurt, and says, buddy, we've decided we're putting you back in the ring? Johnny Laurinaitis. He told me, uh, get ready because you're going to be wrestling uh, with the Shield. You're going to replace Roman Reigns. And uh, you're going to wrestle in the main event at TLC. I was like, well, I'm not ready, Johnny, but I guess I'll go. (laughs) Wow. Here we go. All right. Listen, we have our first clip of the week and uh, Kurt's going to get a little emotional for this in-ring return. And we have the clip, Kurt. Let's check it out and then we'll talk about it. Here we go. Tonight will be very special. Um, You know, the one thing I do think about are my kids, uh, especially the three youngest ones. Um, they've never seen daddy perform. Uh, you know, I have a, a six-year-old and a four-year-old and a one-year-old. Um, for the first time, they're going to see their dad uh, not be the general manager or, um, you know, not uh, just sit there at home and play with them and, you know, take them to school, but they're going to see daddy in a different light. And for me, that's, that's special. It is ironic that I won the world championship, my first world championship 17 years ago, to this day. Um, It's it's special. Uh, This day will always be even more special to me. It was always an incredible day for me. That's when I beat The Rock for the world title, my first world title. Um, That that jump-started my career and took me to a level I never dreamed of being. Uh, to come back on this date and, you know, perform in the main event again, um, it's huge. Uh, you can't for, ask for anything more than that. Uh, Kurt Angle's more humble now. Uh, he learns to appreciate things more. Uh, in the past, I looked through that. I looked beyond that. I, I always wanted to be the star. I... And I did it at the cost of my health. Uh, now it's about family, um, you know, taking care of my kids and my beautiful wife. Uh, it's about staying safe and uh, protecting myself for them. Um, but at the same time, you know, I'm a competitor. 
I'm a world-class competitor that wants to do everything he can to uh, be the best that I can be. So there's a mix, but uh, there's a little spot in that brain, that small brain I have, that tells me just do what you can. Don't try to exceed what you can do. To come here being prepared to wrestle, um, for me, it's like going to the Olympics all over again. You know, uh, that's always how I, that's always how I've uh, said it for my, myself is to uh, act like you're in the finals of the Olympics and, and what would your mindset be and what would you do mentally and physically? And that's what I did today. I did the same routine I always do. I always knew I was going to come back. I didn't know when. I wanted to come back in the WWE for the past four years. You know, I think I had to prove a lot of things to Vince McMahon about my life. Do I have it together? Am I staying clean? Am I healthy enough? Uh, you, you say a quick prayer that everybody stays safe and uh, uh, the light switches on. Uh, you go from being a human being to a machine. And uh, when you step through that curtain uh, and you hear the fans cheer, you, uh, it's on. I mean, you, you, there's no turning back. Uh, it's time to go into beast mode and do what Kurt Angle does best, and that's uh, put on a wrestling clinic. So yes, this is redemption for me. This is uh, a moment that I can look back and say, this is what you wanted for years and you're finally getting it. So you better step up and, and do what you do best and that's perform for the WWE Universe. Kurt, uh, immediate thoughts and reactions. Do you like that? That was well done. How? Let's talk about it because you know, at the beginning of that, you were uh, very emotional talking about your family and your daughter specifically getting to see you do this, this version of you, this version of you that not just daddy and, and there in the house or the GM, but the, the one who finally gets to do a get back in the ring, what you were so passionate about. How important was that for, for you, for them to see you in, in that position again? Well, I always wanted my kids to know who I was and what I stood for and, and, and the career that I had. And, uh, you know, up until then, I, you know, they, they didn't never really saw me. They never, you know, I, I wasn't in WB since 2006. So yeah. all my younger kids, the three younger ones, Cody and Kira got to see me perform a lot. Are, those are my two older kids, but the three younger ones never got to see me. And it was important for me to be able to perform in front of them. So they know who their dad is and what he accomplished. That's so cool. And you also, thankfully, got the Peacock Network now where I'm sure you can go back and show them a lot of fun stuff. You know too. what? We haven't reviewed through that, but we're going to soon because yeah. I want them to know what her, what their daddy accomplished every single oh. person I wrestled. Yeah. The skits. I'm going to abuse them with film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, they, did, I, did I show you this one? Did I show you that one? Dad, it's enough. Okay. I can. You just, know what they do watch? They love seeing me in movies. So okay. They, they play these movies over and over again, like these twelve different movies I did: uh, Warrior and uh, uh, Dylan Dog, uh, Pain and Gain. Okay. It's just it's funny because uh, you know they they want to see their dad as a movie star, 
And, uh, you know, when, when they watched me wrestle, they thought it was really cool. I actually, my daughter, Sophia is like, uh, she's my biggest fan. She's the one that does the videos with me on social oh, media. Oh yes. She's awesome. She does all those funny things yep. and she absolutely loves it. Oh, that's so cool. Let's talk about, we're going to continue with this emotional deal. How emotional was it for you to get back into a WWE ring in, uh, you know, wrestling? How, how was that? You know what? I wanted to get back in WWE since 2014. And uh, when I went to go back, I, I actually, uh, my contract was ending in TNA and um, I, uh, I reached out to WWE and uh, I reached out to one of their, you know, uh, Terry Taylor. You know, Terry. yeah, yeah. And uh Terry checked uh to see if they were interested. And the first thing Vince said is bad reputation. He didn't want any part of me. So I knew that I had to build my reputation back because I, you know, I became clean in 2012 and I had to prove that I could keep clean for a certain amount of years and also remain injury free. You know, my big two biggest uh downfalls were my injuries and my painkiller problem. And Vince McMahon remembers both of them dearly. So, uh, you know, I had to prove to Vince that I could stay clean and, and stay healthy. And I did. By 2017, they reached out to me and they said, hey, it's time to bring you back, which was great. It was a, it was, it was a redemption for me, really. And listen, WWE helped fund your rehab. So they know it's not like they didn't know that you went through rehab in 2012. So at oh, that yeah. point, Vince is thinking, Let's just see if there's longevity to his soberness. You know, well, you know what? Not only that, but I also had to be on calls every week, AA calls with WWE. And uh, that way they were monitoring me to see if so I they was know. getting better, if I was staying clean, you know, what, what was going on with my life. So I had to do those as well for a while. So, so they, he had, if he wanted to pull notes, if he wanted to find out, he would have had access to all that as far as your rehab and how it went and all that. It's definitely. Well, listen, were you at all disappointed that there really wasn't any kind of build up TV wise, uh, for this? Yeah. Or just, I mean, you know yeah. what, what are you going to do? It happens in the last second. I we know time to show on TV. We didn't have time to play that storyline out that Kurt Angle was replacing Roman Reigns. It was just the last second thing and we had to do it. Were you at all worried about, Hey, cause you said it and we've talked about it at the beginning of the show, it's six months since you last wrestled Cody and you haven't done any wrestling where you thinking, Oh my God, is my body going to be up for this? Or what are we doing here? Yes. Uh, when I was GM for six months, um, didn't do anything, nothing in the ring, no cardio work. I also had a torn muscle in my quad and I was nursing that. And, uh, so I, I went in there with an injury and also not sure of how my conditioning was going to be. And uh, when I went in there, it wasn't too bad. I was able to protect my leg, and uh, I actually did pretty well in the match. It, I, I didn't do anything crazy. You know, Vince McMahon told me specifically, you're not jumping off of anything and diving through a table. You no moonsaults. You do, yeah. yeah. So I, I knew I didn't have to do that stuff anymore. So it was pretty cool. The other cool part is, and this is just for, you know, you think about, you know, putting a slinglet on or a pair of trunks, the shield's just wearing everything. So it's not like you got to be like, oh, you know, are oh, they going to no, show up? That, that, was, that was great because I was out of shape. <laughs> I was not in any wrestling shape. Oh, that's right. I had some goo around my stomach and yeah. So that, you know, wearing the shield outfit, uh, help hide that. <laughs> yeah. That's the, I was going to say, that's the best part for someone who hasn't done anything really in six months, throw all that gear all over me, please. God. Uh, what about any hesitation or thoughts, maybe saying no to the C TLC match or were you just like, no, I'm going to take advantage of this opportunity. There's no way I'd say no. Listen, who would say no to replacing Roman Reigns in the shield for yeah. a TLC match at a big, big pay-per-view. I mean, that, that's, there's no way I could say no to that. Um, it was, a, it was such a pleasure to be able to work alongside of Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. That's cool too, man. And, and not only that, but you know, opposite was uh, Claudio and Miz and Sheamus Kane and, uh, uh, Strowman. So it was a great match. And, uh, it was, you know, there were so many great people in that match. I wanted to be part of it. Definitely. Buddy, do you realize that you're probably the only legend or the only person really that got to play a role in the shield that'll pro unless something changes, we'll probably never reunite again. I mean, uh, Moxley has just signed another extension to stay with AEW, but they were such an amazing faction of now three guys that are top stars in the business and should be for four guys. Well, yeah, third angle. <laughs> 
you're a shield member, whether you like it or don't like it. Yeah. But I learned to love it, daddy. Cause Kurt Angle's a shield member, but I mean, that's something else on your resume there. You know, no one else really did that. I was that's an honorary cool. member of the shield. For that's one cool. Match. That's cool. Uh, do you remember who the agent was for this match at all? I can't remember. I want to say Pat Patterson, but, um, I'm not quite sure. That's okay. No, just curious. What about the uh, crowd? Do you think, man, or how are they going to react to me? Or did you know, <laughs> Hey, cause, cause listen, you're replacing Roman. So what yeah. were you kind of at all nervous about that? Of course I was, you yeah. know, I, you have to remember, I haven't been seen in WWE in 11 years. Uh, not that uh, the older fans are going to forget, but there are a lot of younger fans that never watched me wrestle. And I'm replacing Roman Reigns. It, you know, it could be a buzzkill for some of those little fans that are big Roman Reigns fans. So right. I, I just wanted to make sure that uh, nobody was really upset and that everybody was maybe a little excited to see me wrestle, come back for the first time in WWE in 11 years and replace Roman Reigns. I, you know, I just I just wanted the opportunity and yeah. uh, and I got it. And, and I'm happy I did it. Let's get back to the shield gear. We talked about it, you know, Hey, it was nice and comfortable to wear, but whose idea was it for you to say, Hey, no, you're not wearing your slinglet. You're coming out in the all black shield. gear. Uh, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. Okay. They're the ones that want me to do it. They, they actually gave me the gear and they said, Hey, nice. we're in this. And, uh, then I had to have a runner go to the store and get me those boots. Okay. Cause I couldn't wear my wrestling shoes. I had to wear boots because I was dressed like the shield. Well, listen, they're going to give you the gear live on the pay-per-view uh, before the match, and we have a clip, so let's take a look. Here we go, clip two this week. Yeah. You didn't have a that strategy? No. No, that's not why we're here. Listen, I, I know you guys wanted to do this on your own, two on five, but I couldn't let you do that. I mean, I don't know what I have left. It's been 11 years since I've been in the WWE ring. But what I do have left, I'm going to give you 100% of. I know everybody wanted to see the Shield tonight. Kurt, well, Kurt, look, we know why you did what you did. We respect that. We didn't come here to talk strategy. We came here. To give you this. Are you going out on our shields tonight, baby? You're in. You're all the way in. <laughs> oh, I'm in. You can believe that. <laughs> yes. You could hear the fans doing the yes chant in the background. That was cool, man. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. And I saw the big grin on your face watching that reliving that memory. So fun, uh, from the observer, Vince McMahon made the call to do something that would be considered equally special. One of the few things, and maybe the only one left on the table, which was the return of angle to a WWE ring after 11 years. Angle was already slated for a program, likely for WrestleMania. There was a lot of belief that they sacrificed what could have been a huge deal with a strong build to get angle out of retirement. For something just to save the show and squander the Angle return storyline. It was noted that Angle had been back for months and usually WWE rushes into these things like with Bill Goldberg when they put the first Brock Lesnar match at last year's Survivor Series, even though Goldberg felt he needed more time to get fully ready. So the argument was if they were going to do a long build, why give it away now? But to the fans, the Angle return felt as big or bigger than the Shield reunion and they can still do the Shields' first match soon. So what are your thoughts on that, Kurt? Do you think it was a sacrifice to have you do this match, or at the end of the day, were you happy that this is how it all played out? I mean, it was a sacrifice, you know, but but I'm not ashamed of it. I'm actually very happy I did it. You know, I, I got to perform with Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins, and, uh, you know, it's it's historic. I replaced Roman Reigns for the Shield for one night only. That's cool. But yeah. you know what? Don't get me wrong. I wanted a Kurt Angle return. I wanted to, wanted to be at WrestleMania, uh, definitely. But this wasn't such a bad thing. This was actually really cool, and I, yeah. I really loved doing this. Yeah, it's cool because we're going to have the clip where you come out. It's actually coming up next uh, with the big smile on your face. You talked <laughs> the about fanboy smile. <laughs> the fanboy smile. It's coming. Uh, just one cl uh, uh, clip here from The Observer. It says, in the end, under trying circumstances, in all cases, things ended up arguably 
better for the fans. Angle returning seemed to have more interest in the last day than the Shield reunion, even though the Shield reunion has been the hottest thing on TV. And the reunion and the run of them as the top babyfaces is still going to happen soon. It's hard to say if the match was any better or not with Angle instead of Reigns. Angle being in there required them to tell a different story. So, Kurt, as I mentioned, here we go. In our third clip of the week, it's your entrance as an honorary, honorary Shield member. Let's check it out with your little fanboy grin. Here we go. Tag team champions. And tonight they are dressed as the Shield. Joyce, join them. The honorary member for tonight. The general manager of Monday Night Raw. The returning Kurt Angle. You have to admire Angle's determination to make TLC go off without a hitch. Kurt promised the Shield reunion. He needed a home run tonight, so Kurt volunteered and stepped in himself. And Roman Reigns out with a viral infection, so Kurt Angle has decided to return to WWE in-ring action. The problem is not everyone's happy with it. The Miz has said that Kurt Angle is just another general manager looking for glory. Guys, I got a prediction, all right? I feel like tonight Kurt Angle will be crushed and this will be his last match ever. Certainly a bold statement. I mean, look at the guys across from him. Everyone- so cool. You coming down through the crowd like a shield badass, Kurt. What was it like? I look like a dork and not a badass. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that, that's me, man. I, I'm just all smiles because I was so excited to be a part of that. <laughs> yeah. And then coming out from, you know, walking down the crowd, you'd never done something like that before. That was oh, unique. no, first time. Yeah. It was really cool too, man. <laughs> yeah. And, and you got to love, this is the first time you're also not coming down to your music, but the fans figured out a way to still chant. You suck there. You suck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins appreciated that, <laughs> uh, but they knew who it was directed to. Uh, good stuff. So listen, uh, the observer says the TLC match was built more around a series of stories. Angle was taken out early and came back to win it for his team, which we're going to see some clips here. It's fun. Braun Strowman. And man, what a big beast that guy is. That guy is just a massive some bitch. And he's going to take you for a ride, pal. We're going to watch it here soon. But uh, it's good to see him back in the WWE, by the way. Uh, he was turned babyface after being turned on by Kane to set up that program. There were a lot of bumps through tables, but the real dangerous, crazy falls off ladders were toned down. The risky ladder bumps uh, were toned down as well, and the bumps onto the ladders were non-existent. It wasn't as wild as most TLC matches, but it had more of a story. It got silly since the heels ended up putting Strowman in the back of a garbage truck and he was broken down and compacted. The crowd jokingly chanted about it being a murder, even though Strowman will be back in a few weeks for revenge on Kane. The match delivered. Some didn't like the story aspect, but it worked for most. So here we go. Strowman takes Kurt out of the match with a devastating running power slam through a table, and we have the clip. Let's watch Kurt get pulverized together. The tide's shifting because Braun Strowman can change the gravitational pull of the earth. He's a monster. Look out. And Strowman through the table. The running power slam through the table. And our general manager's down and out. That was a valiant effort, but I think Kurt Angle's got to be ruining his decision to take this match. Braun Strowman did exactly what he said he was going to do, and that was take Kurt Angle out of the game. Power slam through a table. Let's take one more look. I mean, Kurt Angle's effectively eliminated. All right, so what are them three little kids of yours thinking right now when they see daddy go through a table? (laughs) Holy shit, my dad's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, though, any impacts or did you, what was it like taking that from Braun through a table? Oh, no, it was good. You know what's crazy? Um, You know, when he got me up, I didn't have my arms wrapped around his waist or around the back around his back. Yeah. And I was like, hold on to me. I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, just lock your hands, reach around my waist. And I reached around. And you know what? When I did that, I, I went through the table a lot more safely. Um, if I would have had my hands not, not, uh, uh, put together or yeah. Locked you know, like that. Locked yeah. like that. Uh, I probably would have gotten, uh, it would have hurt a little bit more or a lot more. Oh but yeah. Brian, Brian's the one that told me, cause I'm not experienced with uh, TLC matches and going through tables and Brian actually, who, who was pretty young at this point in time, uh, you know, not, not a big career so far. I think maybe a couple of years, 
he's the one that told me to hold on to his you he's know, coaching you through it yeah, yeah yeah it was really cool and we know how much you love gimmick matches so there you go i mean <laughs> yeah, we talked I about mean. it here but whose idea was it to have you taken out of the match for a large chunk of it i mean uh, you know what? I, I thought, you know, they wanted to do it because of my conditioning, but it wasn't that. They wanted the baby faces to look like they were working from underneath the whole entire match. And they wanted me to be taken out. And then they wanted me to come back and save, save, save the, the day. So it was like uh, being a superhero. They want storytelling, to, you know, get injured, go in the back, say, no, I'm not staying here. I'm going to come back out and save the day. And it was, it was a really cool spot for me. Yeah, we've and we've seen it before and it works and it works here. Listen, this is our final clip. We have it. Your miraculous return from the dead. Uh, and this is our final clip of the week. Kurt comes back and boy, does he tear the house down. Let's check it out. There's the music. Vengeance goal. Angle turning his attention to Kane. There goes the Miz. Oh. And Kane, just like that, looks to snuff out the rally. Uh oh. Oh, this could be it. Oh my God, go over the tombstone. And Ambrose and Rollins now with steel chairs. There's been so much destruction in the building. Our power's going out. Things are going all over the place. Fight continues, though, Cole. You're absolutely right. Yeah, the fight continues in the ring. Kurt Angle. So now look at this. Oh, God! Oh! Kane blasted through the barricade. Talking about a little teamwork right there. It's a little homage there. Homage to the big dog. Wow. Angle still feeling the effects of Kane and Oh, no, oh no. look at Miz. Just what Miz wants. Looking for the skull crushing finale for oh, Angle. And Miz is going to love this. Miz is going to rub Miz. this in Angle's face. Kurt Angle kicked out. Miz called Angle a glory hound. He wanted to beat him tonight, and Angle kicked out. And Miz is livid. I don't know how Kurt Angle kicked out right there because that's the one he did not see coming. Miz hit it perfect. Kurt Angle kicked out. USA, 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 USA. The USA chance directed to the Olympic gold medalist. Kurt Angle taken out of this match earlier on is back in it. And now Miz looking for the Colt. Skull oh, crushing for now. Angle looking for the ankle lock. Look at the ankle lock. The ankle lock of Miz. The ankle lock center of the ring. He's gonna. He's gonna. Miz looking to tap no, it no, no. to get out of it. And Angle set through oh. the ropes and out of the ring. And Angle hit hard. You're absolutely right, but Miz no quitter, man. He's no quitter. No, he's certainly not a quitter, but there's been some damage done to the Miz's ankle. That's for sure. Hey, once upon a time, Miz probably would have tapped, but not here in 2017. This is a moment for the Miz. Yeah, but look at Ambrose. Rollins. Angle in shield position. Miz does not like what he sees. It's a three-headed monster all staring at the Intercontinental Champion. Where's Miz? He has nowhere to go. Miz has nowhere to go. Here comes Rollins. Ambrose. Boom. There's the knee. There's Dirty Deeds. <laughs> and there's Conan with an angle slam. This could be their moment. Are we going to see it? Angle's calling for it. <laughs> wow. I cannot believe this, guys. I can't believe we're going to see this. Paying <laughs> <laughs> homage to Roman Reigns, the big dog, and the triple power bomb. And I look 
Olympic shield bomb. Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose and Kurt Angle! Olympic Shield Bomb! I love that, Corey! <laughs> I do what I can. What an unreal moment. Booker T, will you please finally admit hey, how man. wrong you were? Let me get these guys some props. I knew they could do it. What do you want? Wait a minute. What an incredible performance. Angle, Rollins, and Ambrose bucked all the odds. And they there it is, Kurt, the Olympic shield bomb, man. How cool was watching that back? That was cool. Did you see me take that bump outside the ring? I did. I did. That's you were my torn quad. I couldn't, oh. I couldn't uh, balance on it. And I ended up hitting my head on the uh, ring apron and then landed on the floor. It was really messed up bump. So, uh, it's, uh, Melter, I'm not going to read the entire review. We just watched it all, obviously, but as he said, Kurt Angle, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose beat the Miz, Cesaro, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, Kane in 35 minutes and 29 seconds. That's a hell of a length of a, of a main event match there. A long match, yes. Yeah. He said, uh, before the match in an interview, Miz promised they were going to treat the other team like garbage and take them to the dump. Well, Miz, not tonight, pal. Uh, but I got to ask, Kurt, you go back to Gorilla. I mean, what happens when you're in the back? Are you just chilling, having a, a Diet Coke? What's going on back there until <laughs> they play your music again? Hey, you have to go back and bide your time. I mean, you're waiting to go back out there, and, and you get even more nervous because you just left and got backstage, and now you have to get yourself pumped up to go back out there. And uh, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. It's just a crazy situation. <laughs> adrenaline's going are you people back there talking to you yeah, michael ps hayes bruce nope, do you remember leaving me alone that? knowing that i need to be alone because i have to focus on the match there you go uh the observer said sheamus and cesar were supposed to give ambrose a double crucifix bomb through a table however ambrose bounced off the table when it didn't break they quickly recovered from that as the table was put in the corner and stroman threw ambrose into it hard and he went through it miz then called for the garbage truck to come out the heels threw Ambrose and Rollins into the back of the garbage truck. Ambrose and Rollins fought back and dove off the trucks onto the floor, off the truck onto the floor on Kane, Cesaro, Strowman, and Sheamus. With all four taken out, Ambrose and Rollins went after Miz. Uh, Kane saved the day. Uh, I tried to save Miz and then attacked Strowman and choke slammed Strowman through a gimmick part of the stage. Is your chicken snack order ready? Is that what that was? <laughs> that was an order. <laughs> okay, there you go. Uh, we didn't talk about Braun Strowman and Kane earlier since they were added late, but what did you think of Braun and Kane's work? And how cool was it to be back in the ring with Kane again, man? Oh, Kane's one of the best big guys I've ever worked with. I love being back in the ring with him. We've always had great chemistry. But Braun really stepped up. I mean, this guy, for as little experience as he had at this particular time, he was really good. He, uh, Braun, Braun's a strong son of a gun, too, man. He can do just about anything. I mean, he could lift, he could lift RJ the Giant if he wanted to. He's out, he's out powerful. And again, this is like when you're all kind of, you're in the back, right? So are you watching the match on a monitor when you're back there? Well, I'm waiting for it to yeah, go back yeah. out. Yes, yes. I'm watching on okay, the monitor. I'm okay. right next to Vince McMahon. He, oh, that he's, sounds he's, fun. uh, he's there producing the match. Yeah. I was, I was standing yelling into the ear, in the earphone of Michael. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. What, you know what, the referees, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> there was a setup. The observer said there was a setup with a line of chairs hung from the ceiling and came, pulled down all the chairs, which fell on Stroman. One of the chairs cut up Stroman's elbow. Kane then choke slammed Ambrose and Rollins to a table. Ambrose landed badly on that one. Sheamus and Cesaro recovered at this point. Strowman got up from the part of the stage he went through and was now a baby face. And he threw Miz into the wall. He then decked Cesaro. Strowman went after Kane. He started beating up Sheamus and Cesaro until Kane decked him. And they all started beating on Strowman. As you're watching this, you talked about it. You're in Gorilla. What did you think of all this? Is this one of those crazier matches that you've ever watched in your career? Yeah, you know, it was weird that they're beating up each other. But I think the reason was, you know, we, we had to even the match up. It, yeah. it was a big disadvantage and we had to show, you know, a realistic approach to it that if these guys don't get along, uh, they could actually get beat. And I think that's the reason why they did that. They wanted to take Braun Strowman out because they just had too much muscle for us to win. And you said it, you weren't, you weren't, uh, you weren't nervous or were you to come back out? You said you were focused, but you no, I was nervous? focused, man. Yeah. I was, I was ready to go. I wanted to go back out there and end the match. 
And Vince is doing his thing, so he's not pumping you up or talking to you at all. He's no, just doing Vince his is thing. Vince busy uh, focusing yeah. on the match, yes. So then we have you coming back out. Crowd goes crazy. You're going crazy. You're giving Sheamus an Olympic slam on the floor. We obviously saw you give uh, Cesaro one through the table. He owes you something for that, okay? And we forgot to remind him about that when he came on the show. Uh, you knock Maze out of the ring, but then Kane takes over on you. He went to Tombstone you when Rollins hits him with a chair, and we see the entire ending of that match. Uh, and Meltzer would give it. You ready for this star rating? Do you want to guess what he gave it? Four and a half. Four and a quarter stars, dude. Not a oh, half. Four and a quarter. Uh, you know what? It was a really good match, but I think uh, Meltzer was being really nice. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a pretty high rating for it. That is a high match. rating. Yeah, definitely. That's a hell of an a idea. TLC match, yes. Yeah. So who, uh, whose idea was it for you to get the pin? You to be the man to pin the shoulders and get that. They wanted me to do Roman reigns and I was Roman reigns. So they wanted me to get the win. Uh, it was really cool. And, and you know, uh, uh, me, me, uh, replacing Roman, obviously they wanted to, um, uh, put the spotlight on me. So, uh, you know, this whole match was about the shield, but once I came back, it became even bigger that Kurt Angle's making a return. I'm not saying I'm bigger than the shield, but. The story was that, you know, Kurt Angle's making his first return in 11 years in WWE. So that was, that was really cool. So when you get to the back after this match, is it immediately where you put the oxygen mask on your face or <laughs> how, I mean, how are you feeling after this? Are you blowing up completely? I wasn't too bad. My okay. leg was hurting, but, uh, I, I wasn't blown up. No. Are you celebrating with a gallon of milk? I mean, do you remember kind <laughs> of, was gallons. your family there? Was, was, was Giovanna and the family? No, there? no, they, they didn't home? come at this particular time. Uh, okay. Uh, you know what? The, I, I didn't want my kids there because my wife wouldn't have been able to watch the match. And they're young. Yeah. yeah there, there was a, there was a two-year-old, a one-year-old, yeah. you know, it was, it was, it was really hard. So do you consider it a success though? You're a big time success for you making that comeback in that setting in that match. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was huge. I, I, I couldn't be any happier. Don't get me wrong. I would have loved the Kurt Angle return, but this was really cool. I got to replace Roman Reigns in the shield. That was awesome. What did Vince say? Vince loved it. He absolutely loved it. Um, you know, he, he was excited about it. He, uh, he gave us all a hug. He said, great job. You guys nailed it tonight. Thank you. That's uh, well, job well done, buddy. That's all you need to hear from the boss. And, uh, hopefully they gave you a little bit of extra scratch, uh, for wrestling. They did. I got paid handsomely for that match. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. You deserve it. And that's a lot of fun. So no wonder you were smiling like a fanboy up there. Uh, now the real reason comes out. We have some questions, uh, from some of our listeners, Kurt. So let's jump into it. We got uh, a question. A question from facts from wrestling, sports games, and et cetera. And he said, how in the hell was, has WWE put Braun Strowman in a garbage truck? So that was like, uh, there you go. And my question is this, did Braun do rehearsals of this? Because this is a dangerous spot, isn't it? Yeah, they, they didn't have to have him get in the truck or anything in the back. What they did is they had like a steel beam. So when you, when the compactor went down the crust of garbage, there was a steel beam in there and it stopped. So they were going to put Braun behind that steel barrier so it didn't didn't compact on Braun. Okay. So there was space in there to to lay and uh you were be, going to be able to be careful. So and and they had like a capsule in there so it wasn't like you were in a bunch of garbage. He they had like a a certain uh um a bowl that he would lay in and it wouldn't touch you. It, it was a certain garbage really, bowl. Really yeah. cool setup. Yeah, it was, you know, it, the, the thing is they had a steel beam, so it wouldn't come down and compact them. Gotcha. They had a spot in there where he could lay. Just, you know, not surprising. It's got to be fully gimmicked. If they're going to put it in a, in a WWE spot, then they're going to make sure that it's all uh, put together. Well, Francis, to, yes. yeah. Francis Reyes is up next. He said, did you give any life advice or wrestling advice to both Dean and Seth before the event? Actually, no, I didn't, but you know, these guys didn't need any wrestling advice. Uh, they're pretty established, even at this point in time in 2017. So I don't think I could have given them advice. They're, they're pretty damn good on their own. Were they, uh, did you, do you remember anything with them? Like, were they just pretty stoked to be able to work with you or meeting you for the yeah, first time? Yeah. Surprisingly, you know, I thought they were going to be upset that Roman wasn't there, but they were pretty cool. They were excited about it. Uh, it's curious because I'm sure they had to be of an age where they got to watch you wrestle in WWE. And well, they, and, they both told me they were big fans of mine growing up yeah. as they should be Kurt. There you go. Right answer. Uh, Instagram, a wrestling historian is up and he says, has you been, had you been offered to compete in a singles match here instead, who would have you been, uh, who would have been your uh, opponent of choice? Thanks in advance. 
the list is long. Ah, there's so many good but talent there. There are some older wrestlers I would have loved to wrestle again, but some of the younger guys, Roman, uh, Seth, uh, I would have, Sheamus would have been great. Um, uh, Claudio, Cesaro, Cesaro yeah. yeah. Uh, so there are a lot of guys, even Miz. I never wrestled Miz, and I would love to work with him. We would have loved to see you beat him up. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Uh, Aaron's up next. He said, when you found out Roman couldn't make it and Vince wanted you to replace him first, what was your response in this being the way to bring you back in WWE? And was, what was Seth and Dean's reaction to it? We've kind of talked about that a little bit through this episode. So your immediate response, when you get that call from Johnny Laurinaitis, I was like, oh shit, (laughs) I gotta be ready in two days. I have not done anything in six months. So it, it was, it was tough, but, um, you know, uh, once I got off the phone, I was really hesitant on the phone. But once I got off the phone and thought about it, I said, this is a really cool moment. Uh, you're going to enjoy this. So just embellish it and, and, and go through with it because this is a great moment. It's, this is something that you're going to be able to tell your kids about someday. Because I think the Shield is one of the best factions in the history of the business. And to be a part of them for one night was awesome. And Seth and Dean were all in, as you said. Uh, yeah, yeah, they were yeah. cool. I'm sure they were hesitant too at first. You know, what, what are we going to do without Roman? Oh, Angle. Ooh, how are we going to? You know, yeah. How, how are we going to get him involved? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Isn't he a little older, or a little slower? <laughs> what are we going to yeah. do with Pop Up Kurt? Nah, okay, nah. That's fun though. But they seemed all in, so that's cool. Uh, I got to ask. So that very first video clip we watched with you and in your interview was that all done day of the event? Looked like yes, it was the day of the event. event. They did everything that day, and uh, okay. I thought they did a great job of it. It was a good Very piece. good. Yeah, very well done. Bryant Haremzar, buddy, uh, says, obviously being thrown into a tag match was not Kurt's ideal return to the ring. If Kurt could have had his choice, how did he see his return happening? Was it as a surprise rumble entrant, a match at WrestleMania, or did Kurt have another idea for his return? Well, if it was a surprise Royal entrant, as long as I win the Royal Rumble, that would have been my big return. Not <laughs> cool. If I was just going to enter the Rumble, no, and not yeah. win, no. But WrestleMania, what we, what they were going to do with me? I thought uh, I thought we were going to build Jason Jordan up pretty good up until then, make him to a main eventer. By the time WrestleMania came, he was going to turn on me, and then him and I would have had a match, and I think it would have been a great match. Two count Kyle final question this week. He says, uh, he has a couple questions here. He said, how did you find, uh, working with the shield? You enjoyed it, right? Oh, I loved it. It, yeah. it was great. It was a great experience. And, uh, you know, uh, knowing that Roman went down, it was a shame because, you know, this was their big reunion, but being a part of it, uh, it made me feel really good. I, I really enjoyed it. He says, uh, they all seem really like different characters was always curious about that dynamic backstage. Did you gel with any particular member? And lastly, do you keep in contact with any of the three now? Man, wrestling is a weird sport. Um, when you're on the road with them traveling 300 days a year, they're your family. When you get done and you retire, you don't keep in touch. It's sad. It's really sad the way wrestling is. But very few people that I keep in touch with these days, one's Randy Orton, one's Big Show, and that's about it. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll talk to Jason or uh, my old team angle guys, uh, um, Shelton Benjamin and Charlie, Charlie Haas. Haas yeah. But other than that, I, you don't really keep in touch. The only other person I actually keep in touch with is Triple H. I he, We contact each other. We text each other every month. And uh, so I don't keep in touch with much people, but um, it's just the way the business is. They're your family when you're in the sport and during your career. But once you're retired, you don't hear from them anymore. It's sad. Yeah. Tell Paul, Paul said, hi, there you go. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, listen, man, this has been a fun review only five years ago. Can you believe that it's just five years, five short years ago? Oh, this all no, happened, it went man. Five fast, except for the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's crazy too, to see how their careers have all changed and morphed. Yeah. And- yeah. They've evolved in everything. These guys are doing incredibly well. Uh, they were doing great back then, but they're, they're all a lot more successful. Top now. stars in the business. You got to say all three of them. Yeah, it's definitely. It's, and you got to be part of that, that unbelievable group. Listen, next week, we're going to talk to another world champion impacts. Josh Alexander joins us live here on the Kurt angle show. Josh has followed in your footsteps, buddy, in a lot of ways. And yes, uh, we're, we're going to discuss that with him. Yeah. So I can't yeah. wait. 
And uh, listen, before we get out of here, I want to mention a few things. First of all, hopefully, if you guys are watching us on YouTube, uh, I'm, you'll notice I'm wearing a Dr. Tom Pritchard t-shirt. And I just want to bring him up, Kirk, because he was impactful on you early on in your career. Yes, he was. Great guy. Support him. He's got a, a great wrestling school uh, down in, in Tennessee uh, that he works hard with and has a great class down there, JPWA. Google it. Check him out if you're interested in getting into the wrestling business. Kurt Angle will tell you there's no better trainer and Dr. Tom Pritchard. Uh, Dr. So, Tom trained me, yes. Yep, so check his out, his school out, and you can get these shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com. Also, check out AdFreeShows.com. That's where you're going to get bonus Kurt Angle. Kurt just sat down and did a show watching one of Josh Alexander's matches as a warm-up uh, for this show that we're going to do, and uh, he really broke down the match, so that's where you can check some of that stuff out. Conrad's done a real nice job over there with some bonus content from Title Chase, where he sits down with uh, world-renowned belt guy Dave Milliken. You have Eric Bischoff over there who did a special with Raven. Uh, we got a new series over there called The Book, uh, that where they just went through some of world-class championship wrestling's booking. All kinds of fun stuff over there. Remember, early ad-free, $9 a month. And then you can follow us. That's right. You can follow Kurt and I on social media. Rumor has it I could be coming back to Twitter. Yikes. We'll see. Uh, but Kurt's on Twitter now. It's at real Kurt angle. You can find him there and then you can find us both on Instagram and the show. The show's at at the angle pod and you can find him and his daughter, his adorable daughter at the real Kurt angle. I'm at Paulie be well. And, uh, again, the, at the angle pod is the show handle YouTube. Kurt, I was checking out our YouTube page and buddy, there's a lot of great clips over there. A lot of historical stuff that you've done, whether it's our conversation with Chris Jericho, Adam Cole, uh, countless other folks, lots of great clips over there. You discussing that final conversation you had with Vince before you walked out the door and walked into TNA, lots of memorable stuff over at the YouTube page. You can check it out. YouTube.com forward slash the angle pod. But Kurt, one of those things that I know you like to make sure you talk about before we get out of here each week, physicallyfit.com. And read uh, my mind. Yep. Physicallyfit.com. That's where you can pick up chicken snacks and snack smart crispy protein bites. There are 11 different flavors. Uh, some of the flavors are honey mustard, uh, kung po, buffalo, uh, buffalo chicken, blue cheese. Yeah. Um, Pizza, uh, cinnamon swirl, cheese pizza flavor. They're they're really good. You're gonna absolutely love them. High protein, low carbohydrate. You can uh, for your first order if you uh, type in the uh, the code AnglePod, you'll get twenty percent off your first order. Or you can become a lifetime member on the website. You sign up there and you get twenty percent off the rest of your life. Final plug of the week, KurtAnglebrand.com. You go to that website, and, man, you will just see the beautiful face of Kurt Angle. And uh, not only that, you click through it, and you're going to see lots of cool Kurt Angle stuff, whether it's milk cartons, cowboy hats, cameo videos, T-shirts. You can support Kurt directly from KurtAnglebrand.com. I know he appreciates it. His family appreciate it. And, uh, man, you just have a lot of great stuff over there, Kurt. Yeah, yeah, we also have birthday cards. If you have wow. a birthday for someone special, I'll send them a birthday card. Uh, just go on to KurtAnglebrand.com and uh, order whatever you want on the website, and I'll send it to you. God, the cameo videos, I'm telling you, that's the real hidden gem on that on that site. So check <laughs> it out, and uh, you'll get more Kurt in your life, which we all could use uh, more Kurt Angle in our lives. I mean, I think I've had quite a bit, enough of it this week. I'm kidding. I, I love it. I love all my Kurt Angle time. Kurt, this has been a blast. I'm looking forward to Josh Alexander next week, man. Have Me a great too. week, Kurt. Thank you, buddy. You too. Love you, bro. On behalf of Kurt Angle, this is Paul Bromwell. We'll see you next week right here on The Kurt Angle Show. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on a sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.